Hey guys, I'm back and I'm here to talk about um, the latest tea. It is already January 1, 2024. Happy New Year. And it looks like 2023 was not going to leave without constant, constant, constant things going on in the media nonstop. We had a whole lot of stuff going on all throughout 2023. And then we start 2024 off with a lot of different information. And one of the things is Fox Soul, TGIF, and Funky Dineva announced today that he will no longer be on Fox Soul TGIF. Um, <clears throat> he due to finances, due to the economics, due to the money not being where it needs to be. Now, for a little bit of background about Fox Soul TGIF in particular, this show came on as an online show um, on YouTube, and it came on during the pan. Well, did it come on during? The it came on right after, uh, or during? Uh, did it come on during or after? Right after the pandemic, because um, in 2020, I think is when it got the idea uh, came about. Claudia Jordan, who used to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she's been on other media shows, but. By her being on Real Housewives of Atlanta, she knew um, or knows Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia Bailey got married in 2020. Um, actually, November 20th of 2020 is when she got married. And at the wedding, uh, she meets um, Gary with the T from Dish Nation, Ricky Smiley Show. And she also meets Funky Dineva, who's a content creator influencer all of that good stuff on youtube and she already knew al al reynolds uh is a friend of hers from i don't know how many years ago several years ago so she was already familiar with al so they all get together and she liked the camaraderie she liked their their energy they had a really good time they hung out after the wedding and after reception i mean and just really really connected and from that she decided she wanted to do this show on Fox Soul and have a show centered around all four of them. And she did. So um, when Fox Soul began, TGIF that is, it was on, um, initially was on uh, Friday nights. And it was with Gary with the T, Funky Dineva, Claudia Jordan as the moderator, and Al Reynolds, right? <clears throat> That's how it started. And it was, um, it was good. It was interesting. It was different. It was uh, a little clever. You know, you had um, pretty much three people who was very familiar with the media and all of that. And, and then you had Al, who was very new. So he was, to me, he came across very little awkward, a little bit uncomfortable, um, definitely not comfortable with some of the quirks and things that uh, will come out of Funky Dineva's mouth. Funky had that would say some of anything very quick, lots of jabs. And some of the things he said, you know, sometimes, you know, Al, you can see being uncomfortable with it. And Gary just being, I guess, the older guy of the group, you know, kind of the sage, I guess, if you will, of the group, you know, he always tried to give some reason, but he throw a little jab of jokes here and there as well. But it didn't quite click as far as chemistry. We're still trying to find their footing and all of that. Unfortunately for Gary, though, he had to leave. He, he, he couldn't stay because of his contract with um, Ricky Smiley. 
Uh, he had a contract with Smiley. There was some issues there. And long story short, he had to, you know, leave. Well, he had an option. Either he's going to terminate his contract with the Ricky Smiley show and come over there to Fox Soul or continue with his contract. And of course, he went where the money resides. I mean, he's been on a on and still on a well-known, well-respected show. Um, probably gets paid a nice, comfortable coin. And this is a new startup. So yeah, he went where, you know, he's comfortable and he knows he's making a nice coin and that's where he went back to. So then we ended up getting the three. And this three, these three individuals ended up developing a very good chemistry. We saw it give more room for um, the three of them to get to understand each other. And, you know, it was it just worked. The vibe was good. Um, you got Al became more comfortable with who he was because he had some struggles. He struggled with, um, I think he struggled being comfortable talking about his sexuality, for example, um, you know, there were times when uh, early on when Funky Dineva would say something or poke fun at, you know, his sexuality, even though Funky Dineva is gay, um, Al identifies as being bisexual. Uh, but again, he it took him a minute to really feel comfortable even discussing that and, you know, having that out there and things of that nature. So, but as their camaraderie developed, the three of them got to understand each other it just became more and more of a popular show. And it grew, they went from Friday nights to two nights a week. I think it was like Wednesdays and Fridays. And it got even bigger and they grew from Wednesday and Fridays to five days a week. Now many predicted, many, and I've, I've seen so many comments that when it went five days a week that <laughs> Funky Dineva would not last. He's not going to be clocking in Monday through Friday like that for an hour, you know, each night and all of that. So I'm like, well, you know, Funky Dineva's not one for a nine to five, but this isn't a nine to five. He's doing what he likes to do. It's one hour, um, you know, on Monday through Friday. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. That was my thinking of it. But, you know, those were some quirks. Um, another issue that some people cited with Funky Dineva in particular was some of the controversial things he would say. And with that, we saw a huge situation happen last year, uh, what, around October possibly of last year, Funky Dineva made some disparaging comments about uh, one of the Haley, uh, Bailey sisters. Was it Chloe or Haley? Um, I think it was Chloe. Anyway, he talked very poorly about her, very, very angry. And the conversation didn't even warrant where he was taking it. Like, the question wasn't even about, you know, how this girl looks or how she operates or whatever the case may be. It was very, very off-putting. Didn't understand where this was coming from. Like, he had this deep-seated hatred against this woman for reasons that we could not understand. And he was very, very serious about what he had to say. And it was, it caused a lot of, it caused so much controversy that the producer decided to go on a one week hiatus. And <clears throat> when they did come back, the people were saying that Funky needed to be fired. Um, they always say that he has anti-black women and all of that. Um, he came back, he was told he had to do an apology. So it was a forced apology. A lot of people were not accepting of the, of the apology. And even in the apology, 
he wasn't sorry for what he said. He was sorry that he spoke on things that was not germane to the question itself. So he didn't apologize for what he said. He apologized for not answering the question that was actually being asked of him as opposed. So he just added on things that had nothing to do with the question itself. And because he went way off tangent, that's what he was apologizing for. So that caused a lot of concern because people were saying, again, they feeding into the whole notion that he's not apologetic, that he's anti-women and all of that. And we kind of saw at that point moving forward, how Funky seemed to be, uh, you know, he seemed to move differently on the show. Like he wasn't as as funny. Um, he seemed to be very careful and, and 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 really thought a little bit more carefully before he would answer. You could see the whole, like you could see the wheels turning about. Let me make sure that I'm saying the right thing versus something that's going to cause more controversy and have me up out of here. So you can see that sparkle, that 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 whole, what they were looking for, it kind of was dimming away a little bit. I noticed that. I was like, oh, he's he's trying real hard to be real careful. Um, so that's something that I noticed. Then the other thing was he started going back on his YouTube channel and he started making a few more YouTube videos. Funky Dineva had, for for a while, hasn't done reviews of shows. He used to do Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Potomac, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Bad Girls Club, uh, Basketball Wives. You know, he did a lot of different shows and movies and things of that nature. And he stopped doing those. The only time that he would do a video on YouTube and it would get an enormous amount of views. Um, if something, a certain topic comes up that gets his attention. So for example, on Love and Marriage Huntsville, oh no, no, I'm sorry, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Sheree was dating, well, supposedly was dating this guy named Martel, who is from the show Love and Marriage Huntsville. And I say supposedly because I think it was all just for television. But anyway, he invited some friends of hers out to a birthday dinner. Okay. He's the one that sent out the invitations. He did the inviting. And the expectation was that, well, from all the other ladies that was on the show, those that were invited, um, the expectation was that he would be paying for the dinner. It was her birthday dinner and the other ladies that were invited, other people were thinking that Martel would pay for the dinner and he didn't. He was asking for everybody to chip in. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but I guess he would, you know, he went to this very expensive restaurant. He wanted these folks to chip in and they were like, hold on, what's going on? So there's that. Funky Dineva did a video to talk about, you know, his his thoughts on who should be paying for meals, you know, when they go out to dinner, how he does with his friends and all of that. So things like that garner attention from him. He'll do videos, not necessarily a show review, but he'll take a topic 
from the show that's getting a lot of noise and he'll talk about that topic. So here recently, he's talking about another show, brand new show. He's starting to review this show. And like, mm, that's a little different. Because again, he doesn't do show reviews like that anymore. So now, here we are. He announces today, does a video. And in his video, it's about 12, 13 minute video. It's a short video. He announces that he is no longer going to be on Fox Soul. And uh, the reason is because of the money. You know, he wasn't going to, he wasn't getting paid what he, you know, would like to have gotten paid. And because of that, he is going to move on to something else. Uh, he breaks it down. He talks about how when they were on two nights a week, they got paid a certain amount of money. When they got moved to five nights, they were the money got reduced. And that didn't make any sense. And then um, he just, you know, you're getting paid less money to do more work. He didn't quite understand that. Um, he also said that when they got ready to renegotiate their contract for the five days a week, Claudia and Al signed a one-year contract. He only signed a six-month contract because he wants to be able to renegotiate. I thought that was pretty smart. But that was a very smart idea on his part. So um, he went back and he said, uh, all he's asking for is what he got paid initially on the show. He's not asking for above and beyond. He thought he was being reasonable. And Fox Soul said, no, they, they're just not going to do it. And so he has parted ways. Uh, so then the question comes up, then who's going to take his spot? Uh, should it be another man? Does it have to be, uh, you know, uh, who, who should it be? You know, like, it, is Fox Soul going to continue TGIF? Because that's the anchor show on that network. Who can they put in his place? Will it, will it survive? And I'm looking at comments today and they're saying, oh, it probably won't last another six months. Um, I think it can. Um, I think they're going to try out different hosts, uh, co-hosts. Uh, there are a lot of different names. I think that they should look at different content creators already on YouTube because they're already in that space. Um, look at how they connect with their audiences. There are several different people out there. I, I said at one point, I thought um, T.S. Madison. Um, I even said um, James Caldwell, who is also known as Spiller Boy TV on YouTube. Some people threw out that Oliver Twix. I wasn't quite as convinced with the Oliver Twixt suggestion only because I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, he's quick. He's smart. Um, I think he's well-read. I just don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. I think that, well, uh, it, it, I'll put it like this. With Oliver Twixt, it's more of a question mark. Um, but he would pull in the younger audience because Claudia and Al are around the same age. And then, you know, you drop 20 years down and you get to um, Oliver Twix. So, you know, it's a possibility, but I think they can look at various content creators on YouTube, 
Um, Alexander Rogers is definitely my top pick. I like him. He's on Pop Rose Official. Him and uh, C. Diggy, Chris, they both, I think, are good. But I think Alex is just a little bit more, he might be quicker. And I think he can just handle, you know, back and forth with, in particular, with Claudia pretty easily. So I, I, I do like the Alexander Rogers pick. I know I've seen several other picks. Um, some people say Scotty by nature. Okay. Um, I don't know how quick Scotty is. I like his channel. Does a good job. But I'm not sure about the quickness. I, I don't know. But at any rate, that is the news <laughs> that's going on right now. That is what's being discussed. As I get more, if more develops on this story, um, which I'm not sure how much more, but, you know, there's always people got other opinions, other perspectives on it. Um, always say there's probably more than me see I here. If I will keep you guys posted if that is the case. Anyway, that's all I got. Talk to you guys later. Peace.